Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. Remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kink and kink cares folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And today, I'm discussing the lifestyle with my friend D. So without further ado, here we go. Hello. And how are you tonight? I am awesome. (laughs) So, um, let's talk about the many paths of BDSM. Because, you know, some people do it for just kink. Some people do it for the domination and submission. And some people like to mix both of them in. So, where are you? I do it because I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I do it because it makes me feel good. Um, I, I have to add this, though. Before I got into the lifestyle and even doing BDSM, I didn't know that's what it was called that I liked. Okay. I just liked it. Right. You know, how some people get introduced to it mm-hmm. and they start, you know, filling out and seeing what they like. Well, I did, didn't know it was a name to it. Right. But I was liking this stuff. Like I right. love role playing. Right. I love getting chokes. Like I, I, I love all of that stuff and didn't know um, before the internet was big that it was a name for it. Right. 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 And so when you found out that it was called BDSM and how you lived it, and then it was this explosion with Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. how, does, how does all that you know, render with you? How does all that resonate with you, Riley? Well, I I felt that that movie was not a true depiction of how that part of the lifestyle is. Um, You know, that's more, I don't know who that was for. White folk, I don't even say it was for white folks. I, I don't even know who that was for because I felt like I, I couldn't relate in that situation because of I guess it was because of his reasoning for doing it. Right. Because of his abuse or something. It was tied to something with his abuse or or something Mm -hmm. like that. That's how he got into it. I don't know. I just felt that it just wasn't the true representation of um, what really happens in that part of the lifestyle. Right. 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 And because that's not everybody's experience. but And I think it was more that, you know, millionaire playboy kind of feel. And uh, I mean, it's sensationalized and it's it plays into the fantasy and, the, you know, the king, you know, the, the prince, the prince of Wales, all that kind of stuff. It plays into that narrative of this guy who has everything and then he has this darkness to him. And yeah, he like and to people in the lifestyle, he's more so seen as an abuser. And it's, it's because of his reasoning behind uh not of his experiences, but his reason behind why she would why she would take certain punishment. Right. But the ability to uh the ability to have your own big playroom and all that, that's it's fantasy. And most people out here are are in the middle. 
So they, you know, you might have your own place. You might have some space to play, or you have, you know, times when you can play. But that full time playroom is just not, um, it's not realistic for everybody. Right. So, in that way, yeah. And I saw an explosion through my social media when I first started the certain page. I had like fifteen hundred people on my page, and you know, I was writing some stuff. My my friend was writing some stuff, and then next thing you know. 50 Shades of Grey come out like a year later and then there's this big explosion. Then my numbers jumped from like 1,500 to like 10,000 within like two weeks. It was like really ridiculous. And it was all this attention and all these women saying, oh, I'm a sub. And it just got to be ridiculous. And then I got to see the abuse play out when guys are just out there being predators and, you know, they just want sex or they just want to do some uh, or inflict damage on women. And I saw that, you know, I saw all that kind of stuff play out as well. People putting themselves in very risky situations, whether it be men or women. And, uh, you know, some people getting hurt, really. Some people being locked up. So uh, it's a trick bag. And so, you know, one of the first things I tell people is learn yourself. Yes, you think you're a submissive. All right, cool. But are you really? You know, all that stuff looks good in the picture. Yes. And then when they get up in and it's like, oh, well, wait a minute. I wasn't ready. Right. Without fully understanding or doing their research and or just, you know, um, observing not not from a, a, a motion picture standpoint. Right. But real life standpoint, because you may think you want something. And when you're in the midst of it, um, it can become quite uh, confusing. Um mm -hmm traumatizing uh -huh. um you gotta make sure you're ready <laughs> i always say it's not for everybody and you gotta and, and being ready is is that vetting process of getting to know who you're dealing with and you know mm -hmm. you got you have to have certain questions you have to have certain things that get you to the the baseline of i can trust this person not just to have sex with but you know when you're doing this these kind of kinky uh things you know you you have to be uh prepared because you're going to be putting yourself in a situation where you can't move right sometimes you'll be restrained you'll be you know and when you're restrained people are doing you know you're at the will of this other person so this is very important that people know that that part so when you got involved and now that you know, like, how do you get to know your partners, your partner partners that you that you've done this, that you've been in a lifestyle with? Um, just just open, um, honest, raw, uh, mature uh, conversations, um, really just about what you like, um, how you like it. Like you said, what are your what are your do's? What are your don'ts? Uh -huh. Um and just filling each other out. It, it's kind of like a natural flow because I already know from conversation that this person um, is into, and you only know that by asking questions, but sometimes you kind of can get a feel of a person that is open-minded so you can have that conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and then you kind of can get a feel where it's someone that you couldn't. Mm -hmm. um, but I just have the conversation because it's something that I know I like and that's a part of satisfying me so that is like a almost right off the back type question that i do ask 
Um, and then just go further into that. And then with the time spending and experimenting and new things, um, you know, you bring that closeness and that trust um, between each other that you cannot get with some people. Right. Um, you know, some people, again, they they may not know about it, but they're open to it. But you got to come ready, set, go, I feel like. Or they both need to be starting out together if it's a couple want, wanting to explore. But already being in this and this experience for so long, I need you to be ready, set, go. Right. You need you need yours already pour hot pour hot water ready in a minute. <laughs> you need insta insta hot. I feel you. I feel you. You're having time. So have you ever met somebody that had like qualifications that but you might have had to train up a little bit? I wouldn't say train. It was more so getting them to open up to exploring. Okay. Um, sometimes some people's minds are closed either because of lack of knowledge mm -hmm. or closed because they've had the experience and it, it's not pleasing to them. Okay. So you have to figure that out. Um, but if it's just closed because just lack of knowledge, then I tend to try to give them that knowledge and, and explore it together. So that, that can be pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they're open to it. Long as long as everybody's into it. And I and there is a level yeah. of and there is a little a level of the unknown, maybe a little bit of fear involved. Uh but never scared. Never scared. Never no. scared. Well, some no. people some people can be scared first time in. A little yes. anxious, you know, uh so that but that's fun too though. That's fun too. Getting to um, get people to open up. That's fun. As long as they're open-minded, I, I find that if a person's open-minded sexually mm -hmm. um, and mature, mm -hmm. it can it can it can be it can be good first time. That it can be a, a pleasurable experience. You definitely don't want to go in with someone that's not experienced because then you get the wrong concept and idea um, of how it goes. Mm -hmm. Is the power exchange as important as the kinky part for you? You know, the you know it's it. both. It's both. a little of both because um I love the the male dominating, like that is a in and of itself is a turn on for me. Mm -hmm. Um so passiveness, guys that are not that are actually I should say in vanilla, they right it's really hard to turn on because they're not of a dominant spirit like that. So it doesn't get me, but when I do have that, that I, I need both. It, it, it's a, it's a little of both. <laughs> so what, uh, have you ever tried to dominate somebody? Have you ever tried that part of the? Yes. Yes, I have. I, I've been a switch. Yes, I ah, have. Okay. How, does, <laughs> how, how did that go? Do you like it, that, it or no? I wouldn't say I don't like it. It's if that's the part of my experience that I'm having with someone and that turns them on, mm -hmm. um, I'm all into it. I'm all into it because that's that's getting them pleased. I'm seeing that. And so, um, again, I'm open minded to it. So it's not something that's like odd to me. Mm -hmm. um, I just go with it. I just go with it. And if it's enjoyable for them and we're connected, it's enjoyable for me. I've been on the sub side, of course, more. Um, 
that was a specific request mm -hmm. um, from that person. Um, so yeah, I was totally fine with it. Cool. You had fun? Yes. I make fun out of everything. Uh, <laughs> I, I, make, I make the fun out of it. Um, I don't think I've ever had an experience where it was something uncomfortable for me. Um, like I said, I just roll with it. I, I can adapt right. um, and then and really get into it. Right. Um, that's just the fun part. I feel like the fun part of me. So it's like I make the best of it and just roll with it. Good stuff, good stuff. So um, my next question would be like your experience from from then to now. But what I mean then, like right before you getting into the being choked and all that to now, like your experience, how has it, how has that experience not only broadened you sexually, but just broadened you in general? Like how has it changed your mindset, even dating? Um, I wouldn't say it changed my mindset. It it made me know that this is what I want. And if I can't get it, then I don't want to have that experience with the person. I need to be totally fulfilled. If, if nothing else, it just made me know that this is what I I need. Mm -hmm. This is what I need. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. For me, I've, you know, I've been tried the vanilla roll a few times and I, I'm just done. I, I made my choice uh, a couple, two years ago, actually. Mm -hmm. that, that I was like, no, I'm, I'm not dating any woman that's just not really into the lifestyle or just straight up naturally submissive. Um, that, that's like, this is huge. Do you think, I guess it's kind of the same reason for what I feel that you're not fulfilled and I mean, I could date somebody vanilla, but I mean, date, I mean, go out, have drinks, you know, socialize, you know, go out, you know, go out on dates. I could do that with someone vanilla. Okay. But there's, there's already a ceiling there. Like, I know we're not getting past the ceiling because we're, our idealisms is just too, probably a little too far apart. Yeah, because you have some women that think that that's like crazy and it's, 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 it's um, dangerous and you know i hear all these different words associated when a a, a person is you know I, I i've even had people feel uncomfortable with role playing like something so basic as role playing right the comfortability level is just not there right for people so it's like you can scare people you can scare some people that are like you said that's that's vanilla that's never had it mm -hmm. and they kind of looking at you like well what's wrong with them right you know and I think a lot of people honestly just lack creativity. You know, like this. You definitely have to have a creative mind mm -hmm. to pull some of these things off and, you know, an imagination, you know, that you definitely do. You definitely do. Right. So definitely do. one of the things I always talk about the way people present stuff online. And mm -hmm. we had a conversation and you were saying, I wear lingerie, period. Like I don't wear lingerie just for, just for who I'm going out with or who I'm going to see. I wear it for myself. And can you talk about the difference? Because there's some women, and I I get it, but I think it's is is best when people may hear it, you know, from a woman. But a man can tell, and I'm just going to say it like this and let you end it off. But a man can tell a woman who 
likes to wear lingerie and she wears it for herself and a woman that just put it on just for you. It's a level of comfortability and how they fit and how they like carry it. And I don't think a lot of women know why they shouldn't be lazy and let that nice lingerie sit in their drawer and put it on. And I've met some, I've met a woman that didn't have any lingerie. She didn't like lingerie. I mean, she just didn't have it. I was that woman many years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and how I got into like buying lingerie, because I was that woman. I only had the lingerie that the person wanted that I was dealing with. Because or not all men, that, that's not something that speaks to them. Right. So I had most men that it did not speak to, apparently. And then it was like, I'm not spending all that money on lingerie. Like, that's that's not what I want to do. Right. And then I um, just one day was looking for some stuff for my friend. And then he bought me some things. And I was like trying it on and modeling. And I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm liking this. Like, I'm liking the feel of it. And I was like, you know, this is great. But if it wasn't for him wanting that, because that spoke to him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I like it. So I'm going to buy it. We stopped dealing with each other. And I just kept it going. Right. And um, like I said, you know, some women equated with, you know, will you have lingerie on for? You having company? Right. You know, and I'm like, no, I, I just pampered myself and getting, you know, get all oiled up and, you know, relaxed. And I said, and I love the feel of the sheer or the lace or, you know, the fabric against my skin. And it just makes you feel like sexy. And I'm in the mirror and I might be like, oh, OK, I like this. All right. Well, maybe I might go put this on with it. Right. And then I find that I'm having my own little own fashion show in the mirror. Right. Looking at my different lingerie to feel like which one I want to put on and and check out. Right. Um. So I I absolutely love it and I think that can also get you in um a, a certain mood to get ready for yourself mm -hmm. um for the person that you you are going to encounter mm -hmm. um it's just a, a win win I feel like because I don't think anybody's gonna say you got lingerie on I, I don't like lingerie right. <laughs> I don't think anybody in the history of lingerie would say, I don't like it. Right. You know, if you say I could take it or leave it, but you're not going to, you know, see the person in it that you're attracted to. And I feel like that, that looks nice, you know, and it's the start of something, you know, just a fashion show of the things you bought is a start to something. Now, when you say a lot of guys, well, not a lot of guys, some guys aren't into it. Do you think that guys, are not appreciative, don't know how to appreciate, or just in a rush to just get naked and, and just fuck. You know what do you what do you think that is? Because uh, I I feel like there's a lot of guys that you know, yeah, they just rather see the woman naked, like whatever you naked, I'm naked, let's have sex. It could be a culmination of things. It could be lack of having a woman that had it, just like I had the lack of men that it didn't speak to. Right. Um, it could just be a culmination of that's just nothing. It doesn't speak to them. It doesn't because it's just amazing how what turns people's brains on the different right. things that turn right. people brains on. Everybody's different. Right. So you can't look at it like, oh, that's weird or that's strange because right. everybody got something that they brain click onto. So it may be something that brain didn't click onto or they didn't have a woman that would really enjoyed it and had a, a wide variety of different types of lingerie. 
Right. Um, so they may experience and get turned on to it. Hmm. That's that's a good point. That's a good point because right now, and I mean it's always been like this, but it's a huge like foot fetish thing going on. Like women are selling pictures of their feet. I feel like with men that have foot fetishes. Yeah. 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 And I'm gonna have to say that is one where I was like, oh well, I mean, I said it was weird in my mind, like, and, but then I quickly went to that's what turned him on. So I quickly got into it and right. started sending pictures of my feet. I'd be at the shop getting my right. feet done and send the picture, and that's right. starting it, you know. Right. Or you know, we're engaged, and I got my my legs all the way back, crazy ways, trying to get the right. feet. Uh, <laughs> get your feet in there. Look at the feet. Why you? Why you? Why you there, bro? Look at the well, feet. Well, he's going to anyway because he has a foot fetish, so that's all a right. part of it, right. you know. So the rubbing, the touching, the sucking, mm -hmm. like everything. It's like okay, I'm gonna roll with it. Okay, right. here's the feet. <laughs> You have, know. You, have you heard of any? Now you said like you know at first you thought it was weird, but have you heard? Have you? Of course you heard. Have you encountered anybody that had a fetish that you was like, all right, man, that that's that that might be a little too much for me. Um. Yes, I yes I did. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm. I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm traumatized, but uh, he was uh. What's that? Coprophilia. Okay. So he would want you to defecate. Like he would want you to defecate um, on him, in front of him. And I said, uh, I am very open. Right. But I know that it's a mental thing and I would not be able to do that. I, that's the one I pulled up out of. And was like, I cannot adapt to that. Like, I know my mind, I wouldn't have been able to get on all fours. Right. And crap on this man. Now, is that, is that some kind of, uh, you said a mental thing. Is that like a thing about power or is that a thing about, um, um, what, what is it called? Um, with the with the gentleman? Is it called like, not debasing someone, but uh, the great degradation? Is it degradation or what? Well, in my mind, yeah, uh, like what do you think it is that is? No, it's not degrading, it's just it's like I just would not, it was more about comfortability level. I just would not have been comfortable. You know, if you have a mind block, it's not going to happen. So I couldn't, like I said, see myself. I wouldn't think it's degrading because it turns him on, it right. would turn him on. Right. So I just couldn't see myself, like I said, get down on all four, right? And I was like, maybe um, if I go to the bathroom, just sit on the toilet and you watch me, that wouldn't help. Because <laughs> that was the only way I would felt comfortable. Right. He's like, no, I want to see you like in front of me. And I was like, um, I'm not, I'm, I, 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 I'm not going to be able to just get on all four. Right. And, and, and push out feces. Like I, right. I, I right. he was like, oh, I'm gonna clean it up and everything. I'm gonna do all that. I said, that's not even it either. I, right. I'm not going to even be able to do it for you to even clean up. Clean up, right. And he had the foot fetish along with the, that he, mm. he had the foot fetish as well. Um, but yeah, I wasn't going to be able to fulfill that. Um, I don't want to waste your time because I'm not going to be able to do that. Oh man, it's funny you said that. Um, now, P, huh? That just happens naturally, anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, for me, 
you know, it's the whole peeing or or <sighs> defecating on somebody like right there, like with no way of clean. You know, it's just about the cleanliness and all that. It's a little, mm -hmm. it's a little, uh, it's a little different. It's, a little, <laughs> it's, it's definitely a, a messy situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No pun intended. No pun intended. No pun intended. Oh, that's the only thing. That's that the only thing I ran across. And I just was like, I'm not going to be able to do that. That leads me to my next question. So, <coughs> you know, we talk about what's your kink and what's not your kink. So that's one of the things that's not your kink. Choking is one of the things that is your kink. What mm -hmm. are your main like your mainstay kinks I'll, I'll ask you about that or your, your top two i would have to say role playing okay. choking role playing and choking i like to be tied up but i can't i bruise very easily so i can't i have to watch what's used okay um yeah i have to watch what's used because then it looks like it was like an assault you need a softer um, rope yeah, that's what I have to watch out what's being used. Um, and I can't, I, I've had cuffs. I have not had rope. Okay. I have not had rope. Okay. Um, wow. Such an arousal. But yeah, so, <laughs> um, well, I'm a visualist and I think that's what just me talking about it will put it in front of my mind, like a movie. Right. And, and put me right there. Right and can visualize it happening so it has right. that effect on me right on um i like a little bit of i like a little bit of I, no no a lot a little bit i love filthy humiliating talk like i mm. i love it like okay. it, it don't even have to be humiliation it doesn't have to be humiliation um it it's just just tell me what you want me to do like be very vocal about it right. like it's nothing more that turns me on that the man that I am engaged with, even just leading up to it, can be like, you know, when I get there, I want you to be this way, whatever it is, ass down, face up, or right. I want you to be standing in the door with nothing on or standing in the door with right. all, you know, right. black or whatever, whatever right. it is, some six inch heels. And, or when you come through the door, I just love for a man to be like, get on your knees and right. suck, like yeah, suck right. this dick. Like, yeah, right. I just don't want to go too because I right. would get the no Get hot up in here. Hot up in here. Get some water. Hot up in here. Right. I didn't bring right. water with me. I run into here, but um, like that turns me on. And you know, I hear women saying, "I don't want to be talked to like that." What? Grab right. my hair. Right. Uh, look, like all of it. Like just. Right. Just smut me out. Just, just, I love a nasty talking man. Like, right. I remember having sex with this young lady before, uh, one time, and I was like, "Yeah, suck my dick," and she like, "Like, what do you mean?" I was like, "Huh? What do you mean? Suck my dick?" And she was like, "It, it kind of offended her," and I was like, "Right, what? that's what I'm saying. You, you right. gotta know, right?" Um, Mm, yeah, right. who to, I'm like, who to say stuff to? I'm like, you want me to ask you, please? You want me to say? No, that's going to take out. That's that formal. I've had a formal situation as well. That's a turn off. I, turn I off. had a guy who would not say pussy. Right. He wouldn't say dick. Put it in your mouth. He wouldn't say that. He would say, your vagina feels so good. I'm like, 
Damn. It turned me off. You a grown man. Right. That's not what you bring to the bedroom. Not over here. Right. I said, I like filthy talking and not you talking about my vagina. So <laughs> right. I mean, who talks like that anyway? Like Suck, suck my penis? Nah. nah like, nah. yeah, that was over quick. Yeah. Um, It was too much. Right. And, you know, some men don't look at you like she filthy. Like she, she, you know. Uh, I had a guy tell me, you want to be choked. Like, why would you want to be choked? I said, because that turns me on. Yeah, well, right. tell me what was, what's, what would turn you on. I said, so you're you're thinking somebody is grabbing me and going to crush my windpipe to when I'm going to die. <laughs> right, like, right, right, right. You know, crack, right. crush my um, windpipe, my trachea. Right. Everybody's paying off to a certain degree. I said, you have to know how to do it. Right. I don't want to teach somebody that you already have to know that. Right. And know just the right amount of pressure, pressure to apply right. while you got the hair right. and you deep stroking. You right. you have to be experienced with that. And I just find that a right. lot of men are not even comfortable about what they want. But you're not going to make me feel dirty right. or right. or nasty. That that doesn't make me feel that way because I'm comfortable with who I am and what I like. Um, that I can discuss it. A lot of people cannot discuss what they want, even with their living partner or their right. spouse they can't that's when they but then you want to go out outside the house and experiment you should not do it with right. why right. not with your mate right. you know why go out with a woman of the night a whore right an escort person right because in their mind that's what they associate that with, with but right. you don't want to tie that to the person you're with that's the other mindset some people have i right. want it but i'm not going to do that with my girl Right. That's why you got to be careful of being number two, because you'll have men that'll have the good, clean wife at home that fuck twice a month. Right. But go out here and want right. to do everything else. This person and she 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 probably getting crumbs. Right. That's a, that's a pay to play situation. So right. if I, I, I was in that, then you gonna have to pay me big time. Right. OK. You right. have to pay me. I, I, I would sell it. Yeah, it's selling and I would sell it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> men that put their. Me. They say that's men that put their wives on a pedestal like their mothers. And so they don't look at their wives in that way to have sexual fulfillment. And the wives don't mind not sucking their dick and fucking them either. Like, this is really kind of ridiculous to me because you going out getting what you want. And I don't think that she's just sitting on her hands all the time. She could. But if she has strong desires and you're not even trying to bring that out, uh, right. it's ridiculous. Like, I've heard guys say, I don't even know if my wife doesn't suck my dick. Like, I don't even know how that's even possible. But a lot of guys are living like that. Um, and I know there's a lot of women that's, like, not having sex with their husbands. Like like you said, once or twice a month. And this one young, this one young lady, I know not even that. She might be getting that once, eight, three months. So it's wow. kind of it's kind of wild, you know. It's definitely something missing there, and it's not a connection. That is why right. each person is individual, and that person may not have brought that out in them. You know, it's about experience. You know, you get turned on to something late in life and get turned out because, again, the people you were dealing with didn't have that experience and right. mindset to open you up to that. And once you opened up, it could turn some people out, you know? And, you know, with without conversation these people will just lock themselves in. Like, you know what? This is my partner. We're not going nowhere. 
Yeah, they're going to just exist with each other. And it's, exist with each other. It's, but there's no. It's very sad. It's it's very sad and disheartening because I can't walk this earth and be unfulfilled, like just right. unfulfilled. Now I may get maybe the dirty talking. But I've had that. Not the I've had the dirty talking and a little bit of role playing, but not the comfortability of the choking. Right. Now I, I could I could go with that. Right. Because I'm getting the other stuff and I'm still getting some of what turns me on and get me to um that orgasm. So I have to probably retract my words to say that I will if I can't get everything, you know, you can't right. get you it's it's wonderful and when you can, right, but long as I'm getting most of it, um and that's the turn on set. Maybe it could come in time or something. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, but yeah, definitely not unfulfilled at all. Um, and not comfortable with saying what's going to turn me off for fear of being criticized. Um, yeah, it's a lot of people out here that are just sexually unfulfilled and it's just really sad. So that was my, that was my, one of my questions as well was, what is it about living authentically? Like your authentic self, like being able to speak your truth, no matter you're not intentionally trying to hurt anyone feelings, but you're just trying to get across how you feel so that you don't end up in one of those situations where you're not being fulfilled. Maybe your partner is not aware or they are aware and they're ignoring it. Right. And you just need to speak up on it because you refuse to live your life taking shorts. And I, I think a lot of people in general just struggle with being able to tell hard truths. So, I mean, but I love it. And, and, and in particular, I was in a group years ago, over 10 years ago, in a polyamorous group. And that's when I got to see people being so open and so speaking their truth to their partners and and just being open about who they're dealing with. It kind of blew my mind. It didn't really blow my mind, but I was like, yes, this is simple. Like, you know, we, we make things harder than what they got to be, but this is so simple. This is how it should be. You know, I should be able to tell you some things that it's going to be uncomfortable, but you can't grow mentally and spiritually without some challenges. You can't interact but with other some people. people. Getting out that comfort zone is uncomfortable. Right. And and having that closed mindset. Right. That's part of who they are. That mindset thing is a part of who they are. So right. to get somebody out of that, I don't think right. that could... Uh, happen you you got to be already hard-coded like that right it i am a rare breed um i have realized it's not many people and i've had older people experience me and say you don't meet too many people like you right. like i'm yeah. just right i'm all the way with my thoughts and feelings not to like you say to uh, demean or hurt anybody, um, but it's just it's just my truth. Um, and you know, sometimes people's insecurities can paint my intentions, mm -hmm. um, but I like that's not my that. problem. I like the way you said that. People's insecurities can paint your intentions. So yeah, you if you're insecure, you can say, "Oh, that person, you know, just want to steal the shine or right. or whatever," and that's not even the case. Um, you know, if you're not comfortable with who you are and here I walk in the room, I make a lot of people feel away because it's like, wow, I wish I could do that. But, you know, people come to me and 
and say they wish they could be. I said, listen, I, it's not a, it's no there's it's no secret formula to it. Just do it. Right. But you'd be surprised. People can't speak up even just for themselves. Right. That's all I'm Absolutely. saying. Do Absolutely. you know? Um, speak up for yourself. Live live for you. So many people live their life based on what people are going to think. Right. If I'm doing this, what are people going to think of me? And those same people may wish that they could do it as well. And the ones pointing fingers is the ones probably doing more heinous things right. than they would like you to know. No, right. So just live your life. I I like I said, any shame or anything I do, you know, even me being in the, you know, lifestyle, uh, my close family and friends, my daughter, she knows what I do. Mm-hmm. She knows. I said, oh, I'm going to an event. She'd be like, oh, okay, have fun, you know. And yeah, it's the questions or, or those things, but my family know this is who she is and she doesn't care. So even giving your opinion is not going to change anything about how I'm going to move. Right. Now, because I'm enjoying I'm enjoying my life doing it my way. I tell people, uh, if I die, please play Frank Sinatra. I did it my way because mm-hmm. I did from start to finish. Well, I should say from the start of baby 17 mm-hmm. to, to now, I did it my way. So and, it, and it feels wonderful and it's refreshing. And uh, yeah, I have no regrets. That's the mm-hmm. one thing I'll never have. So within a lifestyle, do you think that you run across more uh, authentic people than not, or it's all the same? Because I think for me, I think women in particular, let me say for me, when I'm engaging people, they they come with, they, they come 80% of who they are. <laughs> They're willing to tell you the things that they don't, necessarily think that are progressive about themselves a little more quicker than someone who's vanilla. In my experience, I find that people do want to come clean a little bit more in BDSM than they do uh, in a vanilla style. Okay. it Presenting it that way, I would have to agree with you. I was looking at it, I was looking at it from um, people sitting a representative right yes they yes they are more open because it's like we know what we're here for we may not like the same kinks or the same situations but we are open sexually but you still have the other piece of being able to communicate and articulate yourself in a manner that some people cannot as well right here's an example um i would help someone host their annual swing event Uh it was the weekend and I will come up for a couple of days, collect the money, do the bands, you know, and handle all of that stuff because they could trust me with that. Um, and I would have people that were still like shy, which I could not understand. They would say, oh, I was watching you. And, you know, they would wait till I leave and then go into the group and like, oh, well, where are you? Oh, I'm gone. Right. Oh, I wish you would have stayed. You stood and stayed in my face all night long. Right, 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 right. So. That's why I made the statement that I don't agree that everybody you get more sense of you know realness from people in the lifestyle because this is somebody they almost at every party, right, right, and they want to wait or then they want to they want to wait and don't say anything and then send me a direct message, 
right. do like that. That's not going to get anything from me because, again, I like a man that is, you know, secure. Like, mm-hmm. again, all the qualities of a man that can be a dom. And you can't come to me like that's like that's a turn off to me. Right. I, I don't like it. And I will just leave him in my DM and I will be very direct and say, you can't even come get the pussy that you fantasize about. How can't, why can't right. you? Right. Being passive, like, not wanting, re- trying, scared of rejection, open, like live. So that's why I say is not, it is, yes, it is a little more open than vanilla, but you still have people that can't articulate um, and that directness. Like my directness scares some some men. Right. To, to have a woman that is not fickle and can tell you what she wants. Uh-huh. And not wishy-washy and, and indecisive, uh-huh. that is scary because men and women may go in with the preconceived notion that all women are this or all women are that. And I and I say to guys, don't generalize me because I am the minority. Right. I'm not in the majority. I am very direct. Uh-huh. If it's I like you, if I don't, your sex was bad. People are like, well, dad, you can't even lie. Why right. would I? Right. Did you miss me? I say no. Right. Oh wow. So so I'm supposed to just tell somebody I miss them. I feel like that's misleading. Yes, it is. You know, that's why that's why I'm not a flirter. Um, because I feel like flirting is misleading. Okay. You know, I'm a crap talker where I might rag on you and you, you know, open yourself up for a joke. I'll do that, but that's not flirting because I, I got accused of being a flirter and I, I took to offense to it and my they were like, Well, why are you so offended by it? I said, Because to me, flirting is is a lame thing, it is a bad thing. Because if you're not interested in that person and you open up this little flirt, little statements you have, and that person likes you, then you would open up this person's mind to fantasy thinking you coming for them right. and you're not. And then you got to constantly correct or explain, oh, I was just flirting. I don't feel like that's innocent. So I feel like that's a that's a path that I don't have to go down. Um, direct talking turns me on. So it's like I the man that can walk up to me probably made me not as attractive to me mm-hmm. than the one that is. And if he come up and whisper in my ear, oh, I, I was thinking about watching you all night and I can't wait to bend you over and fuck the shit out of you. What? Right. Who, what? Right. You talking right. to me? Right. <laughs> right. I say right. what? Right, 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 right. right. I right. mean, I, I just have to straight talk. I, right. I, I don't know how to take a man throwing hints and I just don't know. I'm Becky when it comes to that. I'm like a blonde when it comes to that. <laughs> you Becky when it comes to that? Yeah, I miss it. I I, I miss it because it's like, oh, is that what you meant? You have to, you know, I just, it's nothing more turn on and pathetic, turn off and pathetic than a man. Well, what I was trying to say was, right. just, just say, say it. it. Like, right. try to say. So, right. you know, it's I can be intimidating in that, in that aspect because they not ready. They thought they was ready, but they wasn't ready because a lot of people do this. A lot of people talk. Right. What they're talking is what they're wishing. Right. right. So it doesn't it doesn't add up. It, it right. doesn't add up. So they can talk it. That's why they say what fake it till you make it. That's right. a statement. I think it's the stupidest thing. Mm-hmm. Fake it till you make it. So you fake rich by going broke and don't have priorities until right. you can be. But when are you ever going to be rich? With that mindset, so right. I'm not gonna even get on my on my uh, soapbox about the stupid things that people buy into, but um, yeah, I I don't know how to fake it. I don't want to fake a 
I used to when I was very young and in my teens faking um, things and not being honest with the man about his. See, about the about the penis size, I don't think that's about being honest because a man knows his dick size. Right. He knows if his dick is little. How do right. I tell him his dick little? Bitch, you don't have to. He know. He Just know, like right. I know I got stretch marks. I got I got stretch mark, deep stretch marks on my stomach. Right. I got extra skin from carrying a big ass baby. Right. I got chunky thighs. Right. Right. Men know they got man boobs. Right. They know they got nose hair, ear hair. Right. Just right. like we know, they know. Right. My right. vagina dry sometimes. Right. Um, I got a little older or something. I gotta buy the feminine products to keep to keep my older under wraps. You, you know, don't right. don't act like you don't. You know. Right. right. Everybody going so through the change. But people don't feel comfortable. I've been called mean. Oh wow, that was mean. No, it was just the truth. Right. Now, if it wasn't the truth, then maybe you could say being me. But was was there any untruth to what I spoke? That's what I have to ask the person. And they say, well, no. And then I say, so then again, I have to ask you what was mean about it. Right. Because people are predisposed to again buying into certain things that they can't even explain it. They just automatically on autopilot and go into the what's not politically correct. Right. So they they come with that's that that uh answer right and then again i'm the one that's gonna make you think about what you said and it's like okay well it wasn't me but while you know what they say it's no easy way to tell somebody they got a body odor they vagina smell but they got to know they just got nose deaf to it but you can't lay with somebody that's not of good hygiene maybe they are because i had a guy say that a woman it could have been maybe what her health wise internally was bringing out, just like people what's in there internally brings mm -hmm. out bad breath, mm -hmm. but they brush their teeth. Um, I still think a part of that is you still need to get it checked out though. So you, you, you part responsible and part not, because if you know you have these things, you should be going to get it taken care of and you should be, it's not going to be easy being forthcoming, but I have an issue that causes a discharge that if I wait too long outside the shower, you might not have sex with me. I right. mean, you know, right. Right. people are not going to be that honest. Right. right, right. And then people get uncomfortable and then that's when ghosting gets involved and mm -hmm. things like that mm -hmm. because people don't know how to say so they feel like I'll just go away. Right, right, right. I okay. feel like that makes it even harder. You might bump into that person. Now it's uncomfortable. Right. It's no easy way. I, right. I've, I've been dating sites. I've, I've let people down. Listen, the sex wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be or, you know, so I'm not going to waste your time. Right. Um, I wish you well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't waste people's time. Right. And you're not going to get better, especially if your penis is small. You're not going to just grow a big dick overnight. <laughs> so yeah. then, you know, don't come with the coochie jokes. Okay. Yeah. Your walls, no, because I've been told these walls is tight and I had 10 pound baby. So right. pussies is resilient. Right. So I don't want to hear niggas talking about, you know, her pussy stressed out when well, every bitch that had a baby pussy is stressed out. Right. Whether it's six pounds, your dick ain't six pounds. Right. So, so everybody puts you stressed out then. Right. So that that's like corny when I hear men say that. Now, yes, I've seen some ugly pussies on camera on porn. It's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. How could you even? Ew, that was like right. a horror movie. Right. And then I've had people say that my pussy was pretty. And I'm like, what's a pretty pussy? Because I don't know. What's a pretty dick? Because I ain't, right. I ain't never seen a dick that I said was pretty, right. but... I hear women say those, and I've women said my pussy was pretty, and I'm like, 
family member said it. I'm like, really? Y'all keep talking about my vagina? <laughs> well, because I, I am the peop- I'm the person that people come to for sexual, not about how to have sex, but is more so how to how to turn a man on. Like I, okay, I said I was going to actually literally. I was thinking about starting a um, sort of like a dear Abby type thing. Um, because over the years, people have come to me and I give them ideas about again seducing their man and just keeping it spicy. Right. And um, so I would I gave a video. She wanted my my cousin wanted to know how she could send a video of her pleasuring herself to her dude. Okay. So I had to do it and show her, you know, what to say, you know, how to set it up. Right. And so she sent it to our other girlfriend, and she was like, "Oh, we had a conversation about your pussy." <laughs> it was like, "Oh Lord, pretty." I said, "Really?" Because I just don't know right. what that means. Yeah. Just what there's, people there's think. There's a difference, there's yeah. a difference. baby. There's a difference. Yeah. I mean, I know I watch porn, so it's like some of that stuff. It looked like chitterlings. <laughs> like yeah. how did this, how did that happen? Uh, you know. It's just like it's just like feet and fingers and all the you know gaggies some you blush in some place okay. take away some other place you know you see some women some pretty feet some some pretty women with some horrible feet my feet are presentable they not I I don't even know what pretty feet is I guess pretty feet is maybe without uh, they all even uh, no bunion no no right. hammer toes right right I guess and again you know pretty is pretty does so. Again, uh, what people find pretty is somebody else be like, you got to be kidding me. So again, is that that brain thing? Right. So let's see what is what is on your. And I was thinking about this the other day. What is on my slut bucket list for twenty twenty one? I got a slut bucket list. What's Share. Do tell. I, I am all tuned in. After this, after this pandemic, I need I need a a nice little orgy, nice okay. little nice little three at least three girls that I tell okay. what to do all day. Okay, on with you know nice. that's, that's 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 one thing on the slut bucket list. I need that after this pandemic. I ain't nice. How, how's that setup going to look? You said all day. All day, all day. I need to. So is it like morning tonight? 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, 24 hours. 24 hours. Overnight. Gotta be overnight. Each one has a role. Like, is it they can't be all the same? That's no fun. Well, I would have to see who's who in the in the crew. There's gotta be one that's the boss of the other two, right? Right. I, the I bottom bitch. Yeah, I have to figure that out. But you know the bottom I, bitch. Bottom okay. bitch. Gotta have that. And you know, just gotta have a good time. So is the bottom bitch making them suck your dick more, make them choke on it? Um, um I don't it depends on how I feel. Drag might, her across the room. I might tell her to stand there, tell them to stand there and watch and get fucked. Or okay. you know, you know, it depends on what my mood is. I might feel extra boss mood. You know. Okay. All y- y'all two just sit there. All y'all get on your knees with your mouth open, with your hands behind your back, and open okay. up your mouth. And I'm just gonna dip, dip in each one. You know, some shit I like that. I got a visual. I got oh, yeah. that visual. You got that visual? Yeah, I, I told you I'm a visualist, so I see them all, all right. lined up. Yeah. You know, just you know, just some fun, some boss, some bossy shit. Sound, so, 
Sounds like he would have some fun. Yeah, you know, that's on my little that's that's just one of the things on my little stuff. So why is that a slut? Why why would you call that a slut? I mean, I just call it slutty behavior, but I mean, you know, it's really it's, no, I just think it's getting what you want, getting yeah, no what doubt. you fantasize about. Absolutely. I don't think a name should be on it. I know people say that, oh, you know, because I did start in my old book club, uh, Whole Fashions. Right. <laughs> and they were waiting for them with bated breath because people live right. through me. Okay. People people live through me. So it's like, and because I'm so open, um, you know, they're waiting for my stories because they know they are very true and, uh, you know, have receipts for them. So they're waiting with bated breath. And then when it was like, oh, I don't have a whole fashion. Like I've been chilling, right. <laughs> you know? So I wouldn't necessarily say it's a hole. I'm being a hoe though. I mean, you put that to it, it sounds catchy. So I did it, but I wouldn't necessarily say I'm being a hoe um, because um, I'm like spontaneous. I had uh, some couples call me up and um, I'm not into women. Um, so it was couples, husband and wife. It was the wife's, one of the wife's birthdays. And they was like, yo, you know, I travel a lot. Well, not since COVID, but they got meetings in Miami. What you doing? We going to celebrate her birthday. I was like, yo, I'm down. Right. So we go down to Miami. And that was so much. <laughs> yeah. Had a good time. We commenced, we commenced on Miami and I'm the single one. Okay. You know, I'm the single one, but the women were okay with me playing with their husbands. And because we were all open-minded, we're like all like nudist people. So we're all like naked in the hotel room and, you know, we chilling and drinking. And then we got dressed, went to King of Diamonds and watched the the, the amazing strippers and bottle mm -hmm. Like, ooh, oh, like. Y'all partied I mean, it up. Again, did we? And um, so we were pulling off from. Uh, King of Diamonds, and um, it was a husband was driving, and the wife was in the front. Oh no, I, I forgot how it went, but I know it was me. Okay, it was me. that's right. Husband and wife up the front, mm -hmm. and a husband and wife in the back, and the husband was in the middle. And um, so we both started sucking his dick, and you know all of that in the in the in the car. And people could like, cause it was like, we had to go slow through a crowd of right. people. So they like, damn, you know, cause you drive by slow. Some people gonna look in, right, you know, right, there right. were no tinted windows. So they like, right. yo, and we were like into it. Right. And um, yeah, so they was like, okay, yeah, that was some whole shit. I said, I don't think that was a whole, that was a whole right. fashion to you guys. Right, right, right. I think it was a whole Right. And then we, of course, went and had sessions all night. But it was like amazing. Who doesn't want to do what they want to do when they want to do it and right. and enjoy it? Like, I feel like this is a life. Like, I know everybody may not want to do that thing, but whatever it is you want to do, why not just do it? You feel amazing afterwards. Like, even yeah. trying something, because I had never done that. Right. Um. In the It just happened. We were in, right. you know. That's the and best. I was fine. And That's I was fine best. with it. Again, no regrets. I right. just was like, yo, we had fuck well, those couples, I have to say, are all the well, no, one couple is still together, one is divorced, so we can't right. recreate that again. Although her new dude is in the lifestyle, so he too little for me. He too <laughs> short for me. No. I, and I don't worry about height, but for some reason, looking at him, I it just I, didn't do it for you. He's too, he too short. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so 
Yeah, I like I, I, I like calling it a, a slut bucket just just for the people that's vanillas because okay. they want to know they right. want to know they they that 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 gets some interest. If I say sex bucket list, when I listen to some people's sex bucket list, I'm like, man, we did that. What have you heard? Bucket. Share. What have you heard? Boring. Oh yeah, you know, like, oh, I would like I'm to go have... outside on my patio it's... with just my panties on. <laughs> or I want to have sex, or I want to, or. Or I would like to have sex in a car, or oh my or, 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 or sex in public. You know, like I'm falling asleep, man. <laughs> some people's things is just sex in public. You know, they don't have a. That's a, not kink. Trust me, people are not getting getting. Oh, I know. No, I'm just saying it's like so bored. Yeah. I'm getting sleepy. I'm falling asleep. Yeah, no doubt. When you hear some people's sexual <laughs> bucket list, I put a post up one day with a woman in a trench coat. All you can see is her legs. And heels on. I said, have you ever gotten naked and, you know, just put a coat on and went to someone's house? And nice. it's amazing how some people's like, no, I would want to do it. And they're well into their 40s and 50s. Like, I've never done they, it. They were open to I, it, though? They're open to it, but they never done it. But they're not creative. See, it goes back to what you said earlier. There is a a little bit of creativity one must have to pull off fantasies and, mm -hmm. and, 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 um, you know, desires. Cause that all goes together with BDS and right. that is your desire. And it's, a, right. you know, your fantasies and you can carry them out. So right. you do have to have a sense of creativity and everybody yeah. isn't creative. And that's where I said that, um, that comes into play with me with people. Like, how do you just be thinking of this stuff? Right. You know? And I have people saying, thank you. I've had a man saying, listen, thanks. Right. And it's it comes easy to me. And I'm like, you couldn't think of that? And they're like, no. Um, so, you know, yeah. you know, most people, and I did a podcast about this, the influence of porn. I think most people turn to porn for ideas. Like yes. At one point, guys wanted to do this coming in a woman's face, like, Facials, fake cum shots was the shit. And I was like, uh, all right, I guess. And then it was, okay, come swap. Now, you, not only are you going to come on her face, you're going to come in her mouth, and then they're going to swap. Oh, it's too much. Too much going on. Like, but And everybody starts to gravitate toward, oh, yeah, I'm not on her face. Like, where you get that from? Jumping on a bandwagon, I you say. Got, you know? got that from porn. But what do you like to do? What is it that you like to do? And guys, a lot of guys, I'm going to speak for guys. A lot of guys just do not know. A lot of guys are tight. And a lot of guys don't want to talk openly about really what they do in the bedroom. You know, guys are squeamish about talking about, you know, getting their ass. That's like prostate play, anal play for men. Like, you know. Yeah, they anal play is a big taboo, no. Yes. They, they, and I try to sell them one and they like, I don't care what you say. I said, yes, that is the G spot for the male. Like right. it's, you're with a woman. So how is that homosexual? Like right. that's the part that I get annoyed about because, um, I just can't, I, cause I like that as well. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Um, and, but, uh, but my black huge, men, they well, not with it. Well, that's a huge thing for men because men feel like, if if you enjoy penetration, you're gay, and it's just something that's very embedded into. I know. Listen, I, I try to sell it like a right. car salesman. You yeah. try to sell a car, and right. I, I I I ain't selling it. Um, I just had a a gentleman come very openly, and that's what he liked, and he felt apparently that he could share that with me and was okay. comfortable with it, and knows that I don't think that he's 
I don't think that he's homosexual. Right. And I, I, I said that. that I've said it in groups when people had this conversation mm. in, in lifestyle groups and everything. Mm. I've I've come out and say, I don't think a man is homosexual. He's with a right. woman. Homo right. means doing something with the same sex. Right. And I feel like he's not. And so again, maybe my mind is more open to an end that some people don't go to, but he says that he only does that with me because again, for fear of being criticized and you got a lot of women now want to, and men, you know, use screenshots and things, mm -hmm. or, you know, I hate to hear women. Cause I think, uh, what's her name? Did it to Kanye? What's her name? That girl. Yeah. His wife. No, no. Not the sure. girl he used to be with Kanye was with the, the girl with the blonde hair. Uh, Amber Rose was Amber it? Rose. Was it Amber, uh -huh. Rose? Yeah, Amber was Rose, yes. Amber and Rose. I think somebody did it with 50 Cent or somebody was saying like, oh yeah, you like your old Diddy. Somebody else got, somebody called them like calling a card and saying what they like in the bedroom. And I feel like that's not maturity. Mm -hmm. And I can see, I know why some men are a little apprehensive about it because you got women that when, if things go wrong in the end, then they put your business out. And I just don't think that's cool. Right. Um, just, just leave. You know, you don't have to tell people what you did in the bedroom or what somebody like that was the private thing. And, and that's a, again, goes back to trust and stuff. Um, so he trusted me enough with that. And I know people that we know, I would never, um, that's between him and I, and it's, uh, enjoyable for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, actually, I, actually I did it twice. Right. And the other person, um, was like, I actually just kind of, did it and he reacted to it mm -hmm. and i think it may have been on his mind but when i did that it was like wow like you just the shit. <laughs> right. and i'm like right see it's nice isn't it so you know it was just one time i don't know right. if he couldn't face me after or something but i didn't right. hear anything from him after that right and i've known him for a very long time we are not people that did not know each other because right. again, you just can't be out willy nilly um with with the with that type of scenario and um you just got it's more so you have to be very selective with that um right. and who you do that with um again all goes to trust um and i don't know if he felt comfortable after that because he thought maybe that i was going to look at him different but i'm not sure how when i initiated it so right, right. i don't know and I think but that's I, big yeah. that you said that, like, you know, because I speak about trust and there's always trust in a way of, you know, being restrained or being in a very, in a, putting yourself in an atmosphere where you might be in jeopardy. But also you speak to how men trust women in ways with things that aren't comfortable men topics, something that men will never talk about openly or to their best friend about that they like, but they will come. They'll do that and confide in a woman, and that's that's a level of trust that is just as equal as putting yourself. Yeah, it's definitely putting out something that's taboo that everybody thinks is a homosexual act. You know, yeah, I can understand you ain't gonna be out here at the barbershop talking about. But see, I respect uh, a man that can say if that topic, if that's something that I like and I'm secure in who I am, so right. y'all can joke and rag on me, but that's what right. I like. Right. It is a rare to find that because I believe a comedian touched on that in his show about that. Um, and you know, once somebody makes it a popular thing or speak on it, you know, just like that, when people start talking that, um, 
Oh, squirting. That irks the shit out of me. Ain't nobody squirting. She peeing on you. I don't want to hear that. If squirting was around, it was a thing. I swear it would have been back in the 70s when I used to bump into my, my uncle and aunt's porn. They dildos. They was freaks, okay? Right. They was they was in the lifestyle when I was little. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> wasn't doing it. I didn't know right. that's what that was, but then right. when I got older, I said, oh, these, they was freaks. Right. They was okay, my right. uncle and the, yeah, they said my uncle was a was, was a mess. Come right. in the room with a bunch of bitches and put his dick up on the plate. Say, who gonna eat this dick up? That's what they told me. I said, Man. Lord Jesus, I don't even hey. know I want to hear that. But hey. damn. Hey. I said, well, that's he, some fly shit right there. He was, he was a boss. He was a boss. <laughs> he said that's what he did. Threw that thing on the plate. But uh, yeah, I, I was over there found a big-ass dildo. I was a little kid. Like, right. what the is going on over here? Right. So I've seen they porn by accident. It was VHS and the thing, and we thought it was the family movie. We was all sitting around. Next thing you know, Boom. some old it's stuff. Them. Yeah. Right. So why nobody, where, where's all this spurt stuff come from? It just irks the shit out of me when people, when men say that to me, did you squirt? I said, no, but I peed. Okay, because that's what right. I did. That's a whole nother damn topic, yeah. squirting yeah. versus peeing. You ain't going to tell me nobody. Because where was it at before in the seventies and with porn? You didn't see on women are not built like that to right. shoot out like men are. Their penis is constructed that way to ejaculate right. it right, right, across right, the room. Right. right. A woman's body is not set up like that. That right. is pee. Because what I can do is stand up and pee right. like I'm a man, and I'm pushing that out. Right. It's not happening. Okay. Uh, it's not. It's pee. Okay, so I tell guys real quick, I say that, yeah, if if my bladder too full, let me go empty, because like I said, I keep it real, okay, and I ain't ashamed, yeah, I did have some guy, you peed on me, I said, um, yeah, I did, my bladder was, and you couldn't make me feel ashamed, my girlfriend said, I'd have been so embarrassed, why, bitch, I had a baby, it's incontinence, that's all natural, right. he got a problem with it, he got to come back over here and get no more of it, but that's why I try to go, and wait, let me empty my bladder, because I don't right, want right, to right, 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 right. And I dealt with a guy like that. He used to say that. Where you piss pad at? And we used to oh, laugh so hard. Oh, it's Lord. okay. It's okay. Listen, it's fine with me. <laughs> it's okay. But long as I know what I'm doing, I got to empty my bladder. And yeah, we but all see, good. But, but see, that's what I'm saying. The the influence of porn has made everybody get into squirt. Not everybody, but it's made more people. Get, and I'm sure that back in the day, there were some people that squirted, but they acknowledged what it was. Now, Let's talk to Ron Jeremy about this, because right. that's the that's the one that I know right. that fat white man all the years of porn. Yeah. Made yeah. back when it was the porn video stores in the back with well, a curtain. Ron, Ron and Vanessa, baby, you know they were they were le they the legends. You know somebody used to call me that. Vanessa Williams. Oh lord. No, Vanessa uh -oh. Del Rio. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Not Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Del yes. Rio. That's the singer. Vanessa Del Rio. Yes. Them Listen, too. Her and Ron Jeremy. I know. They they're the heroes in the in the, in the in So the if they not talk about no squirting, I don't want to. I feel like they the gurus, right. like a yogi. People go to a yogi right. and tell you about yoga. Right. You my poor. That's the people that I would want to go to. Okay, I'm asking Ryan and Vanessa. Yeah, I I just don't know no other names off the top of my name from way back in the day porn, but him. Okay, That's you got right. some other people. Well, they more newer people than you know '90s right. and 2000s. I forgot that dude name now. He talked too much, but uh, yeah. But anyway. Uh yeah, like you said, just bandwagons. Just do you. Just be in your lane and what's for you. Right, right. And be comfortable right. with it. That's my thing. And you experiment know, just be and, ex and explore your ideas. Yeah. But like we say, you always do it safe, sane, and consensually. That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah.
Well, D, I want to thank you for doing this tonight. I pay want... me. Pay me. Ah, pay you for your expertise. I might need to comb your head for some scenarios, you know? Pay me. My but, Bernie Mac voice. When he talked about the stripper business. Well, we talked uh, about, talk about BDSM business. Pay me. Pay me. Dollar I'm bill. Been available to you. Um, yes, yes. We got to do another one. No problem. I will make sure I don't go out the house uh, two hours before. <laughs> That's all right. It's a, it's a, Sunday is my day off, so I'm a, I'm, I'm always flexible. Okay. Sweet good. Thank you, darling. You are welcome. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings to you. All right. Yeah. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed today's chat. We'd love to hear your experiences and your feedback. Also follow us on Sir I-N-Q on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Kingspace.